Hey family, what's up? It's your host, Barbara, and you are tuning in to Hustle Ave. So this this episode is super special <laughs> for two reasons. Number one, we have a new name. We went from the Hustler and the Victory podcast to Hustle Ave. And this is also the first episode where we have our very first guest, Shout out to Chris, the man with the plan, okay? (laughs) So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for coming back. And if you're new, if this is your first time, I hope that you enjoy it. We are going to be dropping the gems on you guys today, okay? So I hope that you're ready. We're going to be talking about, you know, growing up in the hood. We're going to be talking about mental health. Yes, mental health is important, okay? If I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're going to hear it today, period. All right, we're going to be talking about giving back to our community and just working together, you know, working together as a team to towards a a common goal you know working together with like-minded individuals that's super important especially when you have a goal when you have a vision that that you want to turn into reality all right so stay tuned until the very end hey can you hear me what's up it's the man with the plan what's going on chris Yes, I'm so happy. I'm so happy we're here. I'm so happy we're doing this. I love everything that you're doing. Um, so guess what? Though I gotta tell you something before we start. You are the Hustle Ave podcast first guest. Okay, we're just having a, a, a conversation. All right, so so let me ask you, how did it feel, okay, how did it feel to host not your first or your second, but your third annual back-to-school block party? It was, I'm going to tell you how I started off. So, okay. So, the neighborhood we had it in, I grew up in that neighborhood. They say Riverside, 4-4 section. And where is that? Uh, like where, where, what state? Well, Patterson, New Jersey. Okay. Patterson, New Jersey. Okay. Um, at first, it, I didn't have. It was. I think it was like two black parties prior to me contributing. Mm-hmm. But it was people I knew that was doing it. I still was young though. I still was, you know. But as you know, I got closer with the older people that were doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you know, I went to school for this, you know, um, I should, I like doing stuff like this, I should see what I can do, and so it was like a over, it was like a, like a snowball effect, it's just, everything starts talking, and then this happened, and then I just posted it, mm-hmm. to see people, you know, was support, and the first one was, I was in shock, I was like, oh, I didn't know everybody. You weren't expecting it, huh? Yeah, so I'm like, oh, that's dope. But 
minute thing. So that was the first one. And then the second one, we had more time to plan, but unfortunately COVID, it, it really like stopped us from going above and beyond, even though we did. Mm. But we were like scared because we were like, we don't know they're going to shut us down. We don't know this, this, that. But it turned out really good. And, you know, it felt really good because at the end of the day, I used to ride my bike on that street, play basketball on this, like, you know. So wow. you see everybody that contributes that help, like, especially like the people on behalf of my end. Like, I wouldn't, like, there's people from high school that I haven't talked to in years that don't need it. So all that stuff and the positive message. Again, that it helped me a lot, you know. But you know, I gotta give more credit to the people that originally started, and mm-hmm. thank God, like you know, they let me help because mm-hmm. you know those are the sort of people that paved the way for me too. Like I seen them growing up when I was a little kid, so it was dope seeing them giving back to the, you know their community and stuff. And it's all it's all inbound. It's no big major support, no big people in the office, and. That the, the people that are supposed to be doing it. Right, so like, right, right. Let me straight neighborhood stuff. So it's by the people for the people, period. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, you know, I want to make known. And I always mention that, like, nah, nobody helping us. Like, we're doing it. And we're not doing it to be on a newspaper or anything like that. Like, of course not. But we want we to make sure, like, nobody like nobody help us. This is all our, our pocket. This is all, all us. And I think it's amazing because, you know, like you said, it just all came back full circle, right? This is where you used to ride bikes. Like, this is where you grew up, you know, and now you're actually able to contribute to something bigger, you know, something that is that's outside of yourself, which is for the community, you know, for the future generation, for the for the families. And I think that's a great thing. Yeah, for sure. sure. You know, and we got to keep it going. We got to keep it going. It's so, you know, because, and I think this is really important. Something that you mentioned too, you said, you know, like it's not, um, the people, you know, from the offices and, you know, people from the outside, you know, it's actually by the people and it's important for us to kind of take responsibility and accountability for the things that we want to see in our neighborhoods. You know, like we can't just sit, we can't just sit around and wait and, and talk about, oh, well, this person's not doing this or this person's not doing that. Or look at these people. They come from here and they're not doing anything. You know, um, it's, it's good to focus on what, what we can do and, and what can be done. Exactly. And that's my, that'd be, that'd be my main privilege. Like, if everybody's outside doing what we got to do at the end of the day, I don't judge nobody. Mm-hmm. It can take a day for four hours to give back. Mm. there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to do that there's no reason at all so that's my biggest thing and that's why I, I try to like break down the door of this mm. thing like oh that's not tough that's not like but I'm giving out all this stuff we giving out all this stuff we giving out tablets laptops right like, that's gangster right that's gangster that's boss energy so that's my main message like damn like hopefully Another block will do it next year. You get me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they see one block. Why not another block will do it? Then another block will do it. For a day for four hours, and it's fun. I mean, I have fun, you know. Yeah, I saw the videos. I saw the videos. Everybody was outside. No music was popping. Okay. Yeah, it's just like back in the day when you really go outside and have fun and you're just chilling, you know. So it's always good to have that feeling. And, and the best way to teach, they say the best way to teach is to lead by example. 
So I'm pretty sure sooner or later, you know, the other neighborhoods are gonna start following up, and maybe it can, it can even be like a whole, um, you know, like the whole city. Yeah. You know. And, so. I, and actually, the first, the first time I did it, uh, my brother uh, Turtle on Summer Street, mm-hmm. they did it too. Last minute, he was eating me up. He like, yo, that's dope. I'm gonna do it too, and they did it too. Wow. So, that was cool because I'm like. Oh, Yes. Okay. Shout out to him. They couldn't really do it this year because of the COVID. Okay. We did it because we had like a, we we already have like the routine and stuff like that. So we already have the people that's gonna do stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So ours was like uh, his was like last minute and stuff. But he, I know he wants to do it official, more bigger and stuff like that. And there's a lot that goes into it. People think this is why I always tell people. You want to help? I appreciate it, but I'm not gonna chase you. Because mm. my head, I gotta go buy books. I gotta make sure I gotta get a right amount of books, pencils, and we gotta count all that stuff. We got. So if you want to help, I'm like, okay, I appreciate. It. We appreciate it, but I need you to stick to your word. I can't be following you. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have your you have your role to play. You have to play your part. Yeah, and we have, we have to make sure the food is bought. We have to make sure we get the bouncy house. So we have to make sure the, uh, the, uh, one of the DJs is going to come. We got to make sure the cooks is going to come. We got to make sure we got grills. You know, it, it goes a lot. And, you know, if you're going to tell me, oh, I want to do this. Okay, we, we love it. Come. <laughs> yeah, come through. The more the merrier, right? <laughs> I can't hold your hand, though. You get me? Right, right, right. I know I had a lot of stuff like that going on. I'm like, you know, it is what it is. Like, I can't hold your hand. Like, if you really want to do it from the heart, you're going to be like, that, I got you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'll meet you the other day of. Correct. A lot of people did, you get me? I agree. And a lot of people didn't. But it's cool, you know. Let me see. Let me see your hoodie. Let me see what your hoodie says. Let me see what it say. What it say. Uh-huh. One of okay, one of them foundation. Yes. What can you tell us about that? What's one of them foundation? Oh, let me show you my bag. Let me oh, show let me bag. see. Let me see. Let me see. All right, I'm going to tell you. Let me see. It says, in loving memory, bandana as that unique. That's dope. That's dope. Go find three childhood best friends. Bandana killed suicide. Wow. My other two friends got murdered. Wow. Yeah. But... One of the foundation. I was literally in my room, and somebody I really look up to. His name is Mustafa. Okay. He's a poet. Um, you should that's you guys should check him out. Mustafa. What's his on um, so, Instagram? Yeah, Mustafa. Mustafa, just like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's from Toronto, but he's like from the the hood section. But the way he's a, he's a poet. And he makes music. And I've never seen nothing like that in my life. Like, he's saying poems in the middle of the trenches. And I'm like, oh my God, like, who is this? Wow. And this, this is when I started writing on Instagram. I, I started writing, like, little short stories based on my life and stuff like that, or poems of what I was going through. Mm-hmm. Because that was my coping mechanism, and my friend Millennium put me on him. Because I was afraid to post my writings. Wow. We get into that more later. Okay, okay. 
And I seen him and I, he made a music video and I'm like, holy crap, like he blew my mind. So here and now and then I just play his music and I'm sitting in my room. It started December, first week of December. And I'm like, why can I not have like a foundation page? Mm. Why can I not, why, why not me? Like I was just asking about that. So I text my best wow. friend and I'm like, yo, I'm going to do this and let's just see where it goes. So I'm like, I'm like, I want a name that's like proper, but it still catches the streets. Uh-huh. That's my biggest thing. You get me? Uh-huh. Cause let me get, I'm getting to that later too. <laughs> but so she's like one of them OTF. I was gonna ask you that. Like, was that intentional? Cause I saw all the about y'all. I was gonna ask you that. Was that intentional? Yeah. So I'm like, you know, that's that's crazy. So I'm like, I'm gonna do it. So I made the page or whatever. I wasn't gonna do an event mm. this year, but 2020, we went 2021, cause of COVID. I was like, I'm not gonna do an event. I'm gonna just wait and just build my followers up. But then my sister-in-law. She calls me, she's like, uh, I already have eight, eight, eight AT&T stores willing to donate toys. And I'm like, but what are you talking about? I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not pleading yeah. to do anything. Oh my God. And she's like, she's like, well, you know, just do it. And I'm like, uh, Christmas is two weeks away, three weeks away. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. But my whole time, I'm like, you gonna curse up here? I'm gonna curse. Um, go ahead, do, do your thing. You, you're good. <laughs> so, so like, Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm like, what should I, should I, I don't know what to do. Like, I already say, yeah. So, I'm like, you know what, it is what it is. Let me see what I could do within these two weeks. I posted on my page. Um, People started doing the cash. Uh, my friend, uh, Layla, the where we had a spot at, she's really into stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. So she's like, we could do it at the shop. And I'm like, perfect. That's all I really needed was the location. Everything else was going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had eight, 18 tea stores in New Jersey. We had one Starbucks. We had two local businesses in Patterson. And we had Mama Sushi in the sink. Wow. Five spots. So we would donate toys at, and yeah. then I had the uh, cash out because people were like, I want to donate, but they don't got time. And it's true, like, you know, people were yeah. about this stuff. There's a lot going on, especially in that time, yeah. Exactly. So they cash at me, and I would go out and put Santa Claus. Wow. Take shows, everything. So um, <laughs> that's just. And that was my first event with the team and stuff. I think everybody that helped, everybody that supported, shared anything. If people don't think reposting it don't really help, mm-hmm. yo, it was families that were DMing me. Like, fam- like, I'm like, oh, I'm really like a, a mom. You <laughs> <laughs> tell my mom, I'm like, mom, like, I need you to help me because I can't write in Spanish. Yeah. So I'm like, and you know, certain things you can't even Google really change them in Spanish because they don't make sense. Right. And then I talk 
Celine's saying this, so I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm some, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm like, man, you need to help me. So literally, like, families would like uh, hit me up. I had social workers from other nonprofits. Wow. Get in contact with me and stuff like that. So that's how this really came about, and that's how the first event came about. And you know, at the end of uh, December, mm-hmm. I was just like, "All right, what can I do next?" Okay. So that's not event based wise. So that's when I started putting up lists of food pantries, okay. shelters, anything like the city county. I saw that. Yes. I'm gonna try to post it up there daily. Yeah. Because a lot of people share that stuff. If you look on the insights, it's like twenty shares to other people. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this is really like this is really working. You mm-hmm. get me? Mm-hmm. So because a lot of people need it right now. A lot exactly. of people need it right now, especially in COVID. They need the resources. You know. So that was actually a great idea that you started putting that out. Like, okay, what else can I do other than an event? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Now it's just basically just trying to like spread out knowledge and spread out about mental health and things in that nature just to keep the page going until we have another event. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and now, go ahead. No, that was just you know basically where it came out of like the, the whole idea of this. No, so one of like, them foundation. Why I can't do it? Like why can't I be not be the face of something? You get me? Right. Right. You know, we tend to be scared all the time and stuff, but like we're never we're never gonna know if and that's my biggest thing. A lot of people think I got like com- I have confidence and stuff like that. Yeah, I do, but I'm terrified. Of course. And we you know, we gotta stop being like that. You know, we gotta start breaking our doors, stop stop being comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. We have to start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And you know, I think especially when we're when we have a vision or when we're trying to make a difference, where we're trying to, you know, serve our community and give back, these are big things. They're not something that is small scale, right? So of course, right, we're taking a leap and we're scared. We're terrified. And the definition of courage that's what it actually means. It's not the absence of fear. It's feeling the fear, but still doing it anyway. You know? So I think that we're all, you know, we may all be scared, but it's just a matter of asking ourselves like you did. Well, why not me? Because we come up with so many excuses or not excuses, right? But reasons. We come up with so many reasons. Well, I can't do this. Or, you know, um, I, I don't have a school degree. Or, you know, I don't have enough money or I don't have the right people and I don't have this and I don't have it. And then the list just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. And then we never end up doing what we're meant to do. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's why I just now I'm learning how to like make myself feel uncomfortable and mm. being more vulnerable and stuff like that. Even though sometimes I'm like, damn, I should have never did that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, you know, shy and embarrassed. I'm happy I did that. Because it's like, it makes me a better person. It makes me stronger. It makes me wiser and stuff like that. And I, at the end of the day, I know I'm helping people. Wow. Like, genuinely. Like, DMs, the messages I get, it leaves me shocked some days. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what if I didn't post this? Like, what if this person would do? Like... You know, 
So that's how I try to look at it. Let me just be the stepping stool to breaking down stigma and stuff like that. And and I'm and I'm super proud of you for that because it's not easy. And you know, you mentioned um, mental health, and you mentioned you know being vulnerable and putting yourself out there. You know, as a man, I can only imagine how that is. You know, like for example, let me ask you this: um, when you were a little kid, when you were a little boy, did you ever hear like, did you ever hear boys can't cry, like don't cry, you can't cry? Do you remember like how did you feel when you heard that like? So, it was just, me, it was like weird because I heard it around, but not to me. Because mm-hmm. it was almost like, you already know, so don't even come up with me to that, with that mm. stuff. So like, you know better. Times, you know, I swallowed what it was, and okay, like, I know I can't go, like, I know I can't go up to them and say how I feel because they're going to. Look at me like I got ten heads, but thank God my mom, she's mm. not like that. Mm. I bless my mom, like she's not like that at all. But at the time, I had that in my head mm-hmm. from other people, so I'm like, I can't go to my mom. I don't want her to feel like I'm weak or something. Right. Yeah, even right. though she she can she not like that, but it was, and I grew up in a rough neighborhood, like it. <laughs> it's like no words to explain it. Like mm-hmm. I'm being straight up you know, I'm Spanish. I'm white, light skin. Right. In a predominantly like African American neighborhood. Okay. I cannot show weakness. Ooh. They would eat me alive. Ooh. This is a jungle. Yeah. And it was, but you know, I thank God I never had like no problem like that because I was always cool. Everybody, everybody loved me. I loved them. Like, I never, you know, switch. Of course, I have my little rough... Yeah, your little rough patches, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, that's all, it starts eating you up. And mm-hmm. we can realize it because we think it's normal. Mm-hmm. And it's not normal. Do mm-hmm. you get me? Like, wow. Things I saw, did, and stuff like that, I thought it was normal. It's not normal. And it all caught up to me when last year when I started dealing with my anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. When I went to my therapist and I let everything know, when he looked at me like I had 10 heads. Wow. And he's like, that's my mom. You know, and that's and that's the thing that when we come from where we come from, okay? Because I'm from the Bronx. Or I'm from the Bronx, New York. That's another hood. That's another jungle in itself, right? <laughs> so, and you know, you come from Patterson, New Jersey, right? That's another hood right and just to see the things that to see the things that we did as little kids and teenagers you know now as i look back or in that time i didn't know that that was not okay for me to see or to experience and i didn't know that i was supposed to talk to somebody about the things that i saw i didn't know that i was supposed to seek for help or kind of you know just talk about it because the things that i saw and experienced it wasn't okay and it affected me. It affected my mindset. It affected my, you know, my, my emotions, my whole, my whole life. Yeah, it changes everything. It, it, cha- it changes our, our whole, our, the whole trajectory of our lives. And I'm so glad that, that you bring that up because therapy is, is needed. We need it. Like we need therapy. We need to be able to go to therapy. You know, real talk, when I went, 
my first day of therapy, I went, I was crying. And I was crying because I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm at therapy. Like, this is this can't be true. Like, what, like I'm not to the point where I need therapy. Like, this is insane. Like, I don't need to, I, I don't need this. My, we don't, you know, I went to school for it. I graduated my associate's degree. Mm-hmm. And I know everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And the whole time, I'm thinking like, hell, all the stuff we learning about, but I just, everything gets normal to me. So, definitely, I always tell it, therapy is not for everybody. Let me just put mm-hmm. that out there. Okay. It is not for everybody. Sometimes you got a therapist and you're like, why is this person a therapist? <laughs> for me, it was more, I needed more of reassurance that I mm-hmm. wasn't going insane. Because my anxiety got to that point where I thought I was going to end up in the hospital. Wow. It was really It bad. was that intense. Yeah, like panic attacks, anxiety attacks. It was crazy. So mm-hmm. I, for me, it was more, I need more reassurance that like, I'm okay. This is okay to have. Mm-hmm. And I, I swear, that was the best thing I ever did in my life. You just needed some some grounding, some some leveling. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing too, you know, the fact that you mentioned um, therapy isn't for everybody. I'm going to say this as well. For the people that that do benefit and that, you know, like to go to therapy um, or, you know, that they think they need it for whatever reason, it's good to go, as they say, window shopping, you know, because, for example, me, I'm Hispanic, right? I'm going to feel more comfortable with a black or brown therapist and preferably a woman, okay? Like, I'm just going to feel more comfortable because I've been to therapy before. And the person, she was uh, she was good at her job, you know, because that's how we met. We met at PCC, you know, we made your social work, right? So um, this is, like you said, right? I've, I've gone to school for this, right? And um, I went, she, she was good at what she was doing, but she was Caucasian. She was older, you know, very much older than me. And it's just, it wasn't the same. Yeah, you know, like, you, right, when, when you go to therapy, you want to be able to feel a connection, you know, and, and safe and comfortable and, like, you're not judged. Like, you're free to, you're in a safe space to talk about whatever it is that you need to talk about. And if you look like me, it's going to be easier for me to do that because I'm going to, it's going to be more likely for me to understand, like, okay, this person probably came from where I come from, probably seen the things that I've seen. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. That's how I, I feel like... Cause my, I had a man who was Hispanic. He was, you know, young. He's, he's young and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, even though I didn't want to be there, because I swear I didn't want to be there, mm-hmm. I wanted to leave. And my mom was like, "No." Um, I'm glad I stood because without that, I wouldn't be at this spot. I'm at. God knows where I would be. Wow. So, to be honest, um, it was really like a dark patch that. I, through. And still go through because this mm-hmm. is never going away. Right. You just have to, and that's what people fail to realize. You just have to learn and adapt. Right. Even steps by steps, it's okay. People get overwhelmed like they wanted to go away overnight, and that's how I was because I didn't know how to handle it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna go to sleep and it's gonna be able to go away. No. So, so what, so what kinds of like, so what kinds of things, like, for example, like, what are some tools and resources that you have learned or gained maybe through therapy or not that kind of help you, like you said, just adapt and cope with everything? Yeah. So I think the most important part is to surround yourself with like good energy mm. because 
you know, when you feel like that and you're going through all this stuff and this, okay, you try to step out of your comfort zone and you try to do something and when you try to do it and somebody's like, oh, where you been at? Oh, you been acting weird. Mm-hmm. They try to press you, yeah. We know, I know too, like you bugging. Mm-hmm. After you try to step out of your comfort zone and go, that could hurt somebody really bad. To me, at first, I would like get like, angry, like like you don't know what like, I'm going through. But at the same time, I'd be like, they ignorant. They don't they don't know enough about mm. this area, mm-hmm. so I can't get mad at them. Right. They don't know. They don't know any better. Exactly. So I'm like, I can't really get mad at them. Mm-hmm. But that's me. That's me with my mindset. If you tell that to the next person, they could go home and do something. One of the first things, and that's a, that's that's important right there, because one of the first things that um, they, you know, that my therapist taught me at the time was people places, people places and things. You know, it's all about the people, places, and things. Like, you know, just be mindful if you're going somewhere, right? And you know, you know these people. Just prepare yourself, like, because you might be triggered. You just, you might be triggered. You might get like, you know, you might have that setback, like, oh damn, you know, or. Something might happen, and it's gonna put you back in a place where you're gonna, gonna you're gonna have to like respond, uh-huh. you know. And, and that's, what, um, that's another thing. Don't be afraid to be like, no, I want to leave. Can, can I step out real fast? Let me get up. Don't be afraid, cause that's when your panic attack or whatever trick is gonna happen right there. When all you need to do is to step away and be like, yo, I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna leave or something like that. Right, right. I, that's very important because, again, people, they don't want to look weird. They don't want to feel like they're the party pooper. I learned, like, yeah, I ain't going through what I went through. Mm-hmm. If I got to go, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. At the, end, at the end of the day, we need to be able to set boundaries. We need to be able to set boundaries and put our foot down because if we don't take care of ourselves and we don't listen to and we don't pay attention to the signs and signals that our body is sending to us, then in the end, we're going to end up in a situation that we're not comfortable in, that we might regret, that it's just it's going to affect us somewhere or somehow. 100%. And a lot of my, I cut a lot of people off mm. because of that. Cause I'm like, oh, you think this is a game? You think I'm? <laughs> you I'm think this is a game, right? Just to do this, and that's okay. And that's why I say, I always say, I'm learning and growing every day. Mm. Those people weren't meant to be in my life forever. Right. God put me in a situation to take those people out. That's how I try to look at things. Because if you try to dwell on all oh, why this happening to me and all this. And don't get me wrong, that was me for the first couple months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was me. I'm like, oh my God, I need this and that. But you know, I'm out of that stage. I forgot how the singing goes, but like, I may, I'm going to freestyle one up. It's just like, say today was my worst day. I got through it. You get me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tomorrow, 
yesterday. I was thinking I was my worst day. You know what I'm at? You get me? Yeah, yeah. Gonna call out that darkness, and mm-hmm. that, this for real. Like, I got goosebumps and everything. Like, surround yourself with positive energy, good vibes. At first, I was thinking all that little. I'm like, that's cool and stuff. I mean, that ain't game. Like, I'm not. No, for real, do it. It's like I'm like I'm happy to be at this. this where I, or how far I came. I'm happy mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I want to get better and stuff like that. Of course, but. To be where I was at, talking about, I'm so blessed, I'm so happy, but you know, it was a long process, it is a long process. Um, a lot of people got left behind, and mm-hmm. you know, people you know, like, I don't care. And that's okay, listen, it'd be yeah, like that, okay, it'd be like that. At the end of the day, some people are in our lives for what is what, what they say, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Yeah. You know, and and when they and you know when their purpose is up in our lives, and that's it. You know, like no love lost, but you know at the end of the day, I gotta love myself a little bit more. And in order, in in order for us to get better, right? Especially when we're dealing with like mental health and you know healing and you know over overcoming like let's say addiction, um, anything that has to do with like our mental health, very important is the change of habits. You know, um, the the just being able to do new things like for example you know you started taking like walks in in the park right you started writing right um like listening to um or repeating affirmations you know meditation right um music mo- moving your body anything that will kind of, will just help you like to uplift you right and bring in that that good energy and and people too people who bring you up who bring value to you and love you and support you you know like like your brother your mom your best friend you know shout out to them because when when we're dealing with these guys it's so hard and it can feel so lonely you know um (laughs) but when we have that support system you know it, it does it makes things a little bit easier yeah for sure 100 that's why I mean, I always say why me, but now I'm more like, okay, it was meant for me. It was, it was meant for me because I'm, I'm helping people with stuff like this. I'm spreading the light on it. I'm breaking down the doors on it. And I was like, it is what it is. I probably had to go through that. Uh, somebody, something that they got and put you to do nothing you're not supposed to. Correct. And I was about to say, you know, God gives his his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers or something mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes we don't believe in none of that stuff and we try to, nah, like, you know, I'm going to say it like, <laughs> it's real, like, better believe in, and you better... Believe in what you believe in or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but believe in something. Yeah, believe in something for sure. Spirituality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we got to get into it. So, yeah. um, you know, earlier we talked about just seeing, like, the kinds of things that we've seen growing up in, in you know, in the hood, in the ghetto, right? Um, I know for me, like, I thought that, the like, I used to think that the whole world was, like, New York City. You know, and then and then 
when I started getting out, like, you know, I moved to Jersey, right? And I started getting out and I started to see things. I started to like um, travel and, and meet like different kinds of people from different walks of life. That's when I realized like, whoa, you know, there's so much more that is out there, you know? Um, so I say that to say like, who, who are the kinds of people in your life that have made a difference? You know, despite like, you know, growing up in, in, in a tough neighborhood and having a tough time growing up. I mean, I'm just, my brother, my older brother, I always looked up to him because mm. he was always him. He never tried to be nobody else. Wow. You get me? He never tried to be this tough gangster kingpin. It is what it is. We was raised in this jungle. You gotta do what you gotta do. Correct. But he was always him, laid mm. back and stuff. So I'm like, oh, like, and that's how I like grew up. And I was around a lot of older people, older people. So I was already mature at a young age. I was, you know, so definitely my big brother. Like, he's probably like number one. Wow, like, shout out to Big Bro. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, he cool dude. Like, you know, even, like, we were, our relationship was, like, weird. Mm -hmm. Like, like we were, if I was outside, I'm, I'm younger than him. Okay. And he was outside, like, I wouldn't even say nothing to him. Like, I was just talking about, like, and, you know, people would be like, yo, that's it. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, you know, but it was always here that like, we always hear, like, you know, you need me, you say something, that's it. But it was never, like, affection. He's not that tight. Mm, okay. And I wasn't that tight until, like, I got a little older. Mm -hmm. And we started hanging out and stuff. And even then, it was, like, a little strange because I'm like, my big brother. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but it was one situation where I'm not going to get in too much detail with that situation. But okay. he, was, he was being a big brother. Okay. And with me, it's like, you know, I don't want to fight with my big brother. I don't want to argue with him. I want to be able to talk to him. I want to be able to go say, if I'm, something happens to me, I want to go talk to him first. You get me? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it was never like that until that situation came. And it was weird because, not weird, but I'm happy that situation came up like that, blew up like that because I got that off my chest. Mm. You know, I'm like, I don't want to fight with you. I don't want to argue with you. Wow. I don't tell you stuff I'm doing or things like that because I know you're going to try to flip out on me and why would I want to fight you or something like that? Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I guess that got in his head and then since that day, we grown to be like more closer and stuff like that. And you know, I always try to like, you know, shout him even though I'm like a little rebellious and stubborn, like I'm going to do it my way. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like, you know, he, I always, you know, will he do this type of thing? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, will he do this? I always try to think ahead like that. Then, obviously, with what I went through last year, it made us even more tighter and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But, so, yeah, almost definitely my big brother, obviously my mom, she's, I have no words to explain it, like, she held it down. And but what, like, if you could like, describe her in three words, what would they be? Shout out to Mom Dukes. I love my all my mamas. 
strong. Mm. Loving. Mm. And I'm going to say wise because my mom is like the godmother of the family. Okay. Every, <laughs> every, any problem, any situation, they call people new. Like, hey, Madrina, what's up? Yeah, they, they call her. Like, my mom, anybody got a problem or situation, she's like the the doctor for the Oprah of the family. Wow. They go to her. You get me? Yeah, Even that's dope. Other people, too, they go to her. And, you know, she might be giving all this advice and stuff, but at the same time, she's feeling sad, too. Mm. Like, she's going through her own stuff and, you know, even listening to them. It's like... And she still goes out of way. So, I thought she's like, she's really strong. I'm about to, like, you know, like... Like, no words. Don't three words. I don't even feel like they enough. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to play my mom. She's the best. (laughs) (laughs) And that's something, like, I get a lot from her, too. Like, with me being, like, friendly and me being, like, for the people and stuff like that. I get that from her for sure, for sure. Yo, shout out, yo, shout out to mom, dudes, for real. And shout out to your brother, too, because it sounds like they have made a huge difference. They have made, like, they have influenced you a whole lot. And you are an amazing human being. Like, seriously, you are an amazing human being. Just in, like, what you're doing, giving back to the community, you know, and just having the strength to, to open up. And, and to do something different that is not seen as cool or the wave, you know, which is taking care of yourself mentally, emotionally, you know, spiritually and, and all of the things, you know. So talking about one of them foundation, which is your correct me if I'm wrong. It's your nonprofit, right? It's a nonprofit organization or it's just like a, or it's just like a, a, a movement right now. Yeah, I don't want to say nonprofit because, you know, you're not registered. Oh, OK, OK. But it's- I don't even think I wanted to be a nonprofit. Okay, all right. I think I just want to be something like for the community. Some, like, okay. Maybe I get my building, like a building or something, and I'll just have like a games, like a rec center type of thing, you know? I oh, okay, I see, I see. Okay. But still, it's just, I'm going day by day because yeah. it's always to me, and you know, I still want to do what I go through, so it's hard. You still you still working on it. So so where do you see yourself in three to five years with everything that you're doing as far as giving back to the community? Um, you know, I'm just trying to stay I start like looking at life like that mm. when I started going through my design depression because I had so much stuff planned and mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I got a good job now, I could do this, I could pay this off, I could do and look what happened to me. That it all went away in the blink of an eye. You get me? Okay. So now I try to do more like, okay, what can I do tomorrow? Wow. What What can I do later on today? You get me? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, hopefully this all is, like pays off because you know I'm looking for a job, but I want a job in the field I'm in. I don't want to work customer service. Mm. But don't get me wrong, like. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta right, do you gotta right, do. right. But I felt like Michael Jordan is born to play ball. Tom Brady born to play football. I was born to get back and work in this field, like straight up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So hopefully, like I don't do it to get noticed, but hopefully it gets noticed. Of course. 
to the point where you know those big nonprofits mm-hmm. know me. And you can have a wider reach. A wider reach to get to know people. Because I feel like a lot of people like don't get back to me and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm giving back. I'm mm-hmm. not asking you to give me a million dollars. I'm not asking you to give me a dollar. Mm-hmm. You get me? Mm-hmm. I'm asking you, try to just bring me under the wing. Wow. Tell me how to do this. Show me how to do that. You get me? Mm-hmm. Let me let me go into your program and let me work with the kids. Mm-hmm. And let me let me learn from you. You get me? Right. And I feel like that that's been getting me frustrated. And I know it's like a pandemic, so it's harder now and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like this is why people do what they do mm. and say, oh. F this, I'm going to do this or do it. Because they're not getting the opportunity. Mm. And I'm like, and there's, there's people that work there, and I'm like, why do they work here? Like, and you, I know you know people that work in social work and stuff like that, and they do not belong. For sure. Mm-hmm. So well, that, gets me, that gets me more like, oh, like, I wish I could do something, you know, like. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm trying to really like do something real positive, and I'm really trying to, you know, do stuff like this. But I'm just like now, I'm just looking at it. Okay, this is a little obstacle I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Which is a good way to look at it. Yeah, so something big is gonna come mm. because it gets frustrating. Right? It really gets frustrating. But um, you know, a couple of years, you know, I'm trying to be like. Hopefully, hopefully, I can have like a little building, a little section of a building or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. so I can have something there. Or if it's not even like that, like to be somewhere like at a at a nonprofit or something like that, but to be actually like up there, like working, you know, up there with them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to, you know, build right now because we so quick to like want everything so fast or like if somebody gets a new car we like damn so why I should I should get a new car or like yeah. damn this person just bought a house you know, I'm only 23 yeah. I don't need a I don't need a house we're young yeah. it's a marathon what Nipsey said it's a marathon yeah, okay so while everybody's working like trying to get get things the fast way fast this fast that you know we're cool we're taking our time with it yeah so I just you know I try to look at stuff like that I try to like Okay, this is a big picture for me. Like I know I just gotta, just gotta keep staying focused. And I, you know, I struggle with that because I'm so used to like everything happening quick and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, you know, humbling myself. Like, no, just gonna take some time. Like, this is not gonna happen overnight. And, see, I see, I see that wisdom running a family. Okay, yeah, that wisdom yeah. running a family because you yeah, dropping exactly. some gems. Uh, yes, I'm just, you know, I'm just grow. I'm just like growing right now, and I learned to accept that. Like, it's okay to grow. It's okay to heal. You know, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's it's okay to love love on people. Like, it's okay to receive receive love back from people. Mm. You know, I'm just you know growing. So hopefully, in three five years, 
Period. And we working together. And we working yeah. together. Okay. Yeah. Period. We working. Just know that. So I'm just. I just want to be healthy, you know, and so I could be able to do the things I want to do. Right. So we're we're coming up to the hour. We only get like an hour on Zoom. You know, I got to upgrade to the professional one. But, <laughs> you know, since we're getting to the end, I'm going to hit you with like a couple of um like fun, fun questions. Okay. And it's going to be like fill in the blanks and, and some other ones. Okay. Okay. So fill in the blank. Don't be a. Don't be a. I'm Go ahead. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Okay. Uh, fill in the blank. Always carry a... Hmm. Always carry cash. Cash. You need it somewhere or something like that. You don't, they don't got ATM or something. You, you, you done. You done for. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> At least it's only out of jail or something. Yeah, make sure you got some cash. Because you know how you be going. You you know, you go out or before COVID, whatever. Um, you know, you go out now with your friends. You go out to eat. It's time to pay. Oh, I don't got cash on me. Yeah. Oh, let me sell it to you. Man, listen. It's none of that. 2021 is none of that. Right, Chris? Yeah. They ain't been looking for me for that. I was, <laughs> man, I'm leaving. I'm paying my bills. <laughs> Period. Okay, who are your top three music artists? Top three. Right now. Lord. I'm gonna say a nine order. Okay. Jay-Z. Oof. Jay And I'm gonna go with Nas. Ooh, damn. Okay, go ahead up with the legend. Yeah, I say Jay-Z because like mm-hmm. He did it like he was in the street and he running and dumping and now he a billionaire. And sure. I say Nas because he sort of like broke that stigma of hardcore like rapping. Mm. I'm not gonna say him necessarily, but like he made a bigger he made a big impact and you know he started making those type of songs where he really dropping gems and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jada Kiss because Jada a, you know a lot of long nights and Jada Kiss in the background so. It was through a lot of struggles for me, so. Hell yeah, I hear you. Hell yeah. <laughs> and um, the last one, okay. Well, second to last one. If you were to leave this earth, right, and you could never come back, okay, but and you had to leave this one thing, which is what are, or in three sentences, right? In three sentences, can you say like um, your biggest life lessons? Like the most important lessons that you've learned in three sentences. That's the only thing that you can leave behind and you can never come back to this earth. That's the only thing you can leave here. Pain doesn't last forever. Ooh. You said three or more? Three. Pain doesn't last forever. Don't be quick to judge. Hmm. And listen. Ooh. Even if you don't take the advice or you take nothing from what the person is saying, just listen. Just listen. Because that's going to grow you to a better person, a stronger person, a wiser person, and anything you do. And this is why this generation is so messed up. Nobody want to listen. Everybody want to jump from line. Like, 
go ahead, jump on line. You're gonna be the first one to get knocked off. Mm-hmm. Like, hello, mm-hmm. listen. Even though, if you're listening to me, like Mitzi, listen to Mitzi, Meek Mill. Like, I listen to Meek Mill and like these interviews and stuff, mm-hmm. and like that, it motivated me. Like, I be feeling like when it's him, you see, like I'm him. Like, I feel like I'm him. Like, can't nobody tell me nothing. Period. And I'm not rich, so I'm not saying when I do get rich. Correct. <laughs> Correct. It's, it's you know, famous person from the town. Too much. I'm just saying, people got to smarten up, tighten mm-hmm. up. Like, mm-hmm. Especially out here, when life is, this is, you go outside, something really can happen to you. Like, Take notes. Saying, Take notes, for real. I'm not saying, you know, be in church and do it like, Nah, but just listen, tighten up, like, be wise and, like, have something to live for. Mm-hmm. Think about what you're going to, think about whatever you're going to do, you get me? Mm-hmm. Just think twice. Just ask yourself, is this worth it? Can I, can I live in myself who come behind this? And what a lot of people don't know, I'm so glad you brought that up, but a lot of people don't know, listening is major key to just like, even when you're in a relationship or not even a relationship, when it's like a partnership, maybe it's a business thing, when you listen, that creates a connection between you and the other person because listening is not just me hearing the words that are coming out of your mouth it's me listening to the to the underlying message you know and like why are you saying these things where is this coming from why is this important to you respect respect wow respect it's like if you're gonna sit there and listen to me like generally i'm gonna respect you even if you don't take my advice i'm gonna like say that like you really sat there and said heard what i have to say without flipping back on me and it's okay people do argue and stuff like that but if you're gonna sit there and argue and if you're gonna debate back with me but you have something to prove it with Mm -hmm. i'm gonna respect that even if you do the whole opposite thing i just said correct but you know all right well i love i love that answer okay so it was um pain don't last forever um don't don't judge a book by its cover and listen wow wise just wise okay and how can we contact you how can we support one of them foundation how can we follow you how can we get in contact so i'm not really big on social okay you can follow me one of them foundation on Instagram. Okay. And you go there, you can click DM or you can email me. Um, that's pretty much it right now. Uh, but yeah, I really, I'm, you know, trying to give you your flowers. Like, I really, like, this inspires me to do other stuff too. Like, it inspires me to do a video or something like that. Um, it was really dope. Like, I hope it goes well, you never know like where this could go, like for mm-hmm. real, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, you just need that one person, literally that one person and they could skyrocket. That's right. And thank you so much. Thank you for that. Thank you for my flowers. <laughs> and and seriously, thank you for coming on. Seriously, thank you for being who you are. Thank you for doing everything that you're doing and just taking it day by day because you inspire me as well. And that's that's what it's all about, you know. Together we're stronger. 
You know, exactly. together we're gonna we're gonna buy back we're gonna buy back the block. Period. Exactly. <laughs> All right, family. So that was it. What did you think? <laughs> Listen, I want to know what were some of your aha moments, okay? So make sure you contact me, hit me up in a DM, and let me know what you thought um, at Vow to Victory, okay? If you're not following me on already on Instagram, make sure you look me up and click that follow button at Vow to Victory. Also, um, definitely be sure to check in with our boy Chris at One of Them Foundation. If you're looking for any mental health resources and services, definitely be sure to look him up because you will you can find something on there. And if you're looking for therapy, if you want to start therapy or, you know, you're looking for some direction, two good websites that I can give to you are um, optionb.org and borislhensonfoundation.org, okay? In case that's kind of difficult for you to find, just look up Taraji P. Henson's, um, you know, uh, website, and I'm pretty sure you can find it on there, okay? So I will catch you on the next episode. You already know what time it is, baby. It's hustle o'clock.